Let's rock. Yeah. There's nothing boring about being an advanced human, or being who we really are. Advanced humans, eternal humans, are continually experiencing new things, new adventures, and new experiences of their own choosing. They already know who they are, as they've been alive forever. My brain was changed. There was some advanced technology that made me a retard. I could be the ultimate politician, the, the ultimate government. They would look into my past like my enemies and critics do and say, Oh, he was a polygamist. He lived with this woman. He did that. He was in jail. Blah, 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 blah. And an advanced, eternal human brain has the capacity to store an infinite amount of information or better human experience. Newly created advanced human beings have no personality, have no humanity type, and have no experience recorded in their brain eternal continuum of the present experienced in the mind of an eternal unchangeable human being. We're white supremacists. We're neo-Nazis. We're white supremacists. We're neo-Nazis. Barack Hussein Obama. Please repeat. Please. Please repeat. I think there's blame on both sides. Tremendous hate. Grab him by the pussy. I moved in her like a bitch. We're gonna go in there, we're gonna impeach the motherfucker. Feminism? Bitches. I'm just chilling in Cedar Rapids. The alt left. They came charging. When they go low, we go high. My name is Foxy. That we're already dead, but we're still alive, so we get to tell about it. I mean, it seemed like I could stand in front of a cold drink and stop it. Take back her baby. EPS tackle. My custom sunglasses had to lay up there with some other weird old one. I said, I want my glasses. This is just a little mud ball we have every now and then. Two or three times a week, get together. Everybody party and have a good time. Chronicle, this is Hate Radio. Uh, Chronicle.su is brought to you proudly by Liebel Droker Incorporated. Uh, Dr. Angstrom H. Troubadour is working on the cure for eternal life, and uh, he's got exciting developments for us tonight. We're going to uh, look in through a window into his world uh, and his quest for eternal life. I'm very excited about that. Everybody is doing cocaine and starting up fights. On tonight's episode of Hate Radio, it seems like I could stand in front of a coal train and just stop it right there with my bare hand. You know what I'm talking about, Kilgore? It's that kind of night. It's just we got that kind of energy tonight, and we're bringing that to the audience at home. 
And uh, so they appreciate it too. I think they I'm do. Sure. You drop this in their lap, uh, you might as well have dropped a, a big bag of buttery movie theater popcorn because um, it's just going to be that kind of night where they can sit back and we coddle them and hold them in our fucking arms and lull them into a sense of security, uh, which we can exploit and attack. It's the only it's the only thing the audience seems to respond to are attacks against them. So, you know, how do you feel about uh, uh, eternal life? Is this just some kind of uh, fantasy that we're chasing? Well, it's the ultimate the ultimate goal it's, of any quest. <laughs> right? I mean, you're going to get some good loot at the end of that quest, right? In eternal life, that seems like the ultimate uh, loot crate. That's the, that's the final... That's the final one. There's nothing more past that. And once attained, would you even want it though? That's the that's the uh, it's a monkey's paw type of gift, right? Not Imagine to mention, being 120 years old. Do you really want to be 150 at that point? Look at yourself. And and God knows what a steam key is going to cost at that point. Uh, on the next, you know, well, Eternal Life is a subscription, right? If they if it comes out, it's going to be subscription based. Like you sign up for it th- through Walmart. It's true that uh, every episode there's some new and improved version of Terramax. But on tonight's episode, Doctor Troubadour has re- revealed that I mean he's taken his work in what I would consider a positive now, direction. How, eter- how did you? What is the mechanism of this Eternal Life treatment? How does it work for me? And how can I? Uh, Get my hands on it. What does it cost? Oh, gosh, that's uh, Kilgore is asking all the hard questions. Um, look, the the quest for eternal life, as it turns out, for Doctor Troubadour especially, has been uh, exceptionally difficult. Um, I I think as Stoita got older, Mister Stoita, by the way, lives in a cement castle and has commissioned uh, Liebel Droker Doctor Troubadour. Um, to come up with this cure for eternal life down in the bowels of this castle. And so, uh, you know, it's a big high cement castle of uh, rebar and stuff. But You just got a lab down there? It's a luxurious lab. It has exposed brick. Um, And anyway, he took Dr. Troubadour by the scruff of his shirt collar and pushed him up against that exposed brick in the stairwell of the luxury uh, gastropub slash... Uh, tea bar. It's a CBD infused tea bar, and it's a luxury laboratory. Yeah, it's very nice at the at the base of the castle. But anyway, Stoita came down there, shoved Doctor Troubadour against the wall, and said, "We all die unless." Stoita sounds like a, the name of a poet, and it sounds like he's a. The treatment is some kind of getaway at the at this castle is that is that all do you go out to this castle for a weekend or something well this is just this is just where he lives i mean he happens to have to own um more than half of hollywood yeah but if i if i get this treatment will i get to go to the castle and and get it there what is the treatment the treatment nobody gets the treatment except dr stoita this is just for him and maybe dr troubadour if but anyway uh it's it's a it's a harrowing story of uh, Mr. Stoita squeezing this fucking cure out of Doctor Troubadour and uh, and the ending. Um, I'll let you guess the ending. How do you think? It this seems ends? like a kind of homoerotic fan fiction. They're gonna have sex. 
oh, no, no, Mr. Stoit is much older than uh, a young Dr. Troubadour might be fresh out of medical school, but he's, you know, he's got standards, dude. Um, Mr. Stoito is this old fat guy with a fucking gut hanging out. Old, I didn't know that, but uh, what's what's aside the point is could have just said no. Uh, what's his uh? What he eats is off the deal? of it. What is the deal? I mean, he spills chicken and and food and cheese down on that gut, that hairy gut, but he just uses it as a surface to. No, but I mean, what happens in this story? He says, uh, "I'll have you know, Doctor Troubadour, that." Our time on this earth is as short as it is terrible. And, you know, Stoita is right up in his face with his fucking uh, coffee teeth, his Nicorette, fucking yellow teeth, chiclets. He's breathing Old into... Old person smell. Mm-hmm. Oh, decay, cells misfiring, organs shutting down. He says, Dr. Troubadour, we all die. And as his breath, his old well, guy breath, hit... New Dr. Orleans. Troubadour in the face. <laughs> uh, the the breath, um, you could see it. It was like a putrid green cloud, like a like a New Orleans gumbo type of smell. And it, the cloud took on viscosity, and and it uh, it attached itself to Dr. Troubadour's skin on his face, and it filled in the pores where he had a fresh shave, and those pores were all exposed. Um. That acrid, stinky, Mr. Stoita breath got up in uh, Dr. Troubadour's shit, and it really affected him. What happened? It gave him eternal life? No, no, really? no, no. This is, uh, <laughs> But you can see why Mr. Stoita wanted it, because things were not going well for him. And so uh, he was really hitting up Dr. Troubadour for that eternal life cure, man. He was getting desperate, you know? Fucking clinging to him and shit. Telling him uh, how scared he is of his own mortality. But, uh... uh Mr. Stoita, when he had a hold of him there at the gastro pub slash CBD infused tea bar, uh, Mr. Stoita's eyes, they were fixated on Troubadour and they, they got hard, like little beady lumps of coal. And he flared his nostrils out and he peeled back those lips, those big snarling fucking lips. And you could see his, him gnashing his teeth in Dr. Troubadour's face, demanding the cure. He let go of Troubadour, uh, a Troubadour crumpled to the floor it was four o'clock in the morning very quiet and uh, that was the last that they spoke about it for months well listeners the doctor story the story has certainly been sensory sensorious even sensual maybe now he's not a doctor that's That's why he had to hire troubadour are you sure they didn't have sex after that though this is it's odd that you would keep uh, going back to this um thing that there's eroticism i don't know how you see that this is a romantic um, well, they're they're very intimate. They're like this is like the part of sex that isn't appealing. The intimacy where people are up in each other's breath, and you get this like just up in their face. Well, you know, Troubadour was fresh out of medical Gross school, thing. and he was not sure if this is if this behavior was normal for a client at the time. He was very young, twenty three, maybe just you know fresh out of school. I mean, he was. They called him the Doogie Hauser of Lee Bulgeroker University. He was a young man. And um, people are saying and in the chat that this is definitely hot. Cure. You got the eternal life cure from the from breath, I think. Uh, you would like to think so, but that would imply that Mr. Stoita had some kind of eternal life giving powers when in fact he was the desperate son of a bitch uh, looking for eternal life. He hired Dr. Troubadour like he hired everybody to build this artificial world around him. And uh, Troubadour, try as he might, the seasons changed. 
as months went by and the nights grew colder. The sharp winds just... howled through the uh, Ikea artificial stone-faced archways that, and the uh, wind would snake oh, its way up and down the, the dank, hazardous, uh, hallowed halls of Troubadour's life-extending luxury laboratory and CBD-infused tea house, a liberal playground proffered to him by the gracious Mr. Stoita. But one night, uh, living this fantastic life that you would think that this is the treatment. No. Dr. Troubadour went down into the basement one night, and uh, he found four freaks uh, freaking out on experimental treatments that he believed had them at his command. This is part of his eternal life experimentation. Uh, at the request of Mr. Stoita, this matter was delegated specifically to Dr. Troubadour, whose medical prowess was, at that time, non-pare. Um, little sidebar, eventually Dr. Jack Kevorkian would supplant Troubadour as the world's premier doctor of death. But in the years leading up to that point, Troubadour enjoyed mass success, securing rights to the vast riches of his elite clientele, as you well know. He's our doctor here now at, uh, at the Internet Chronicle. He's our family physician, as a matter of fact. He prescribes us anything we ask for. <laughs> well, he took me up to that castle of Dr. Stoides, and Dr. Stoides and him administered the... Uh cure to me uh, you know I'll tell you that was the best weekend of my life and uh, you know uh, it actually wasn't the breath right what was it no no it wasn't the breath um, you know what it was right oh, it's do you kind know? of obvious Dr. Troubadour was a little tricky about it too he, he was like offering us steaks and like winking like and uh, being like, hey, this is the this is the good stuff here. And I just asked him, I was like, what is it? What is it? He's like, well, I, it's it's Terramax again. Like again I've with Terramax. What what he's done is he's put a he's mirrored the molecule of Terramax and combined it with itself in a perfect fifty fifty for uh, formation, so you get all the highs and none of the lows. You feel immortal, and probably you could be. I think he's on to something with it. Um, together with, uh, I could I could see that because, uh, well, here's the thing, right? Doctor Troubadour and Mister Stoita together committed a great number of atrocities in their quest for eternal life, and uh, and they thought that they they were on to something, and. Uh, and maybe you know maybe it does come out that um, it was just repurposed surplus Terramax that uh, Doctor Troubadour had lying around. Uh, who who knows? But they were doing they were on some other shit, and and maybe it was the Terramax. But uh, they I mean they started summoning non-believers in the middle of the night to Doctor Troubadour's bedside in some kind of. Uh, uh, well, they were individually executed, first of all. And uh, these were, this is, again, under orders from Mr. Stoita. But he apparently uh, melded his mind with the tortured souls of their victims. So, I don't know. You know, I don't want to make any assumptions, but that definitely sounds like um, something at, at least facilitated by Terramax, if not uh, out and out caused by it. But I don't think Troubadour's heart was ever in the quest for eternal life. I, 
I mean, was he ever so eager to die as when Mr. Stoita came along with this idea for eternal life? <laughs> Mr. Stoita is a um, disgusting aspect of the uh, desire for immortality. He's a pretty good old boy, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody's arguing that. It's a censorious that. journey into your own fear of mortality. Almost like, uh, <clears throat> you know, the kind of thing someone would... Uh, Get in a death spiral on with uh, acid. You could. It, just, it's like looking at those a, images. Yeah. A hall of mirrors. Oh yeah, and every time you get into a grosser and deeper level of the Ren and Stimpy grotesque, and you just get closer and closer and larger and large. Until you you cover up the whole image and it, it's just darkness. You're like inside a creepy crawling insides of a cell with like all you just see are like horrible proteins unfolding around you and horrible noises of squishing and cracking and the ripping of bonds of and, and, just and the, the rushing rush sound yeah liquid yeah and the you know <clears throat> just kind of floating in there imagine being inside of a cell would be horrible uh, yeah i've i've been imagining it. it 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 seems definitely very horrible but at the same time you uh, the darkness on the other hand I find attractive. Uh, and oh, it would be much like a uh, womb, right? I have to. Uh, I, I got to turn these lights off, man. I, the lights are, are so bright in the hate studio. Give me just a sec. I'll turn the lights off. Tell the people. Uh, finish that thought while I, um, I, I fix the lights. Well, the thought was finished, but I'll put another finish on it. Uh, we've got uh, breaking news coming in from Asia. Pakistan has nuked India. So we're nuking India? Dude. Pakistan nuked India. Oh, that's like us nuking India. We sold them all those fucking jets. We sold them some warheads. We sold Saudi Arabia warheads just now. Nuclear. Fucking. Warheads. Enjoy it, Saudis. Like, weren't we just saying, weren't we just being ugly? Like, oh, they don't let their women drive. But I bet they'd like some nukes. Like, what? <laughs> oh, they don't, uh, they don't respect anybody but here's i bet they would like some uh, some fucking airplanes no but did you tell the people uh the conclusion to that story where uh, where what happened to mr stoita do you have mr stoita died yeah yeah he died was it funny no um it turns out all those horrible things about him were signs of a health problem and his head was just rotting out and it just uh, rotted through right then and there. I would argue that Mr. Stoita was dead uh, before the story even started. You, you, I'll argue the parts of him were still alive after he died, but that uh, doesn't make it true. Yeah, just because he appeared in the story and the story's over now doesn't mean that Mr. Stoita doesn't live on because we can go back and we can read his name again and again. And extract his DNA and and steal you know, his essence. Up. Yeah, yeah. Now, when was the last time you uh, looked at the page and stole someone's essence through the ink? You can do that. That's uh, that's what we're How doing with Mr. Work? Stoita right now. Well, when I do it to Mr. Stoita, it's uh, it's like jumping <laughs> off the screen at me, and like I'm I'm almost embodying him or consuming him. You know what I mean? Like his soul gives mine more power. I've consumed him off the page, and I'm doing it again and again. Now, this character, Stoida, 
how how did uh, he and Dr. Troubadour get together to begin with? Who is he? Dr. Troubadour was one. Well, I've never a, heard of this guy before. You a, know, I'm going to admit it. I thought I would know who Mr. Stoyd is, but I just don't. You know, um, there's a lot about Hollywood that we don't know. And, oh, um, hey, this that now that you mention it, uh, we got a breaking headline. I've got to, I've got to inject here. Mr. Hollywood got a breaking headline. Uh huh. It reminded me the. Um, Go on, Mr. A, Hollywood. There's been a string of uh, outside of Hollywood child rapes and ritual oh child God. rapes and child murders. What the fuck? As um, average Joes who are trying to launch their uh, entertainment careers make sacrifices to the Illuminati. And uh, mm-hmm. also, one of them was an amateur politician who uh, wanted to make it big, and he figured that if he did what Hillary did, he would get ahead. And what did Hillary do? Uh, went to Comet Pizza and did a child rape sacrifice. And that's that's like how she became so powerful. Yeah. What, now, she, did she do that this, as the Secretary of State? Was that like an official state action, or was that just her uh, working on the side? No, that's that's uh, not official. That's her uh, undercover occult uh, duty. Mm-hmm. That's some email server type of shit. And they have to videotape it to uh, so that they can be blackmailed by the elites above them. And All that's right. how most of these people are getting caught. These QAnon believers are videotaping themselves doing this so that they can be blackmailed by their uh, the elites above them. And it's kind of, you know, that's part of their ritual, how just how it works in their mind. But in the end, the police just see that and arrest them. They don't like that. They don't. Why don't they... Uh... What is it about them that just that triggers an automatic arrest? Well, the the videos of them killing children. Uh, did they really uh, kill the children? Them and the other people too? Yeah, QAnon They're all believers killing. are going on child killing sprees to gain satanic powers. You got to. And this um, is the great awakening. That's what they they're finding these videos on that hashtag. Isn't there an expression about like doing whatever your enemy does? You have to, you know, you got to match them. Well, that's what they're there in order to get Hillary and the cabal out. They feel like they've got to get down on their level. Mm-hmm. How many? Ba- and they don't want to rape. It's not like they wanted to rape the babies. It's just that. It's just it, that they fantasized about Hillary doing it for so long that it's just become their rational path to power in their mind. And it, hey, if Hillary is going to rape babies or at least facilitate some baby raping then, uh, you know, uh, that, and what do you have to do to beat her? You have to at least rape babies plus whatever ideas you've got. You know, usually that consists of tweeting uh, Great Awakening stuff, WWG1GWA. Didn't the White House just retweet a Q Anonymous um, oh, yeah. expression? What did they say? Uh-huh. Were they giving us the business? Yeah, that's right. And... Um, uh, but to back back to the story, this is breaking out into a uh, the new kind of uh, school. You know, it's not a school shooting, but these families are just being basically sacrificed to uh, QAnon, child Q- sacrifice to QAnon for real. Well, that's um, you know, you had me at baby rape, 
And then, uh, but now that we've got the whole story, I think uh, our listeners are probably convinced. I mean, what more evidence do we need? We've heard it all from Wild Bill tonight. Yeah, I was just watching the uh, viewer count go up as I told this story. Oh, they get this... they cannot get enough of this Q anonymous horse shit. <laughs> it's it's like ringing a it's like ringing a bell, dude, and, and the dogs come to eat out of the trash. <laughs> You got Q Anonymous? We were just thinking about that. We were all together thinking about that. Somewhere, okay, if these troll farms are real and somebody like Hate Radio picks up on Q Anonymous and we just so happen to use the hashtag that they're using and we happen to talk about it in this way that we're talking about it right now, I mean, that's got to be the, the strangest thing for them to see people or to hear people talk about their their obvious uh, disinformation, trolling efforts, right? Their techniques, their job, how they make their money uh, to be, you know, that they're like, oh, wow, somebody actually hears that shit? Because I would be surprised if I was one of these troll farmers and that was my job to troll farm and anybody picked it up, Chronicle or Joe Rogan or whatever, just well, in the fucking no. White House. Joe Rogan is, is one of those one of those dogs who comes up to the uh, trash when you ring the bell. Joey Rogues. Uh, Joe Rogues. I got a type of weed one time named after Joe Rogan. It was a sativa, bro, because you want to keep your head clear. You know, you're trying to be your best. You're trying to be a full human to reach your full potential. I've got an upcoming story. I recently visited Mar-a-Lago. Did you hear about that lady that fucking uh, illegally entered Mar-a-Lago? Yeah, I, I was there for that. And um, let me tell you, they were passing out adrenochrome left and right that night. And uh, just a smoking good it. Injecting, they were injecting adrenochrome, which I didn't know people did. That's a new level of uh, of um, insanity. See, that's an illegal behavior, and yet it goes on. And the police, they told the woman who was charged with entering illegally, they said, if you have to go into Mar-a-Lago illegally, then you must go as a prostitute. That was the problem. See, she was just there as a woman about her own business. And she wasn't part of yeah. Miss Yang's rubdown palace. Yeah. She was just a lady um, doing lady stuff that was not servicing the president and his men. Now, that is a te- decadent and depraved little compound where uh, a man can golf, go to the rubdown palace, smoke a cigar, and, and smoke a cigar. And uh, rub elbows with with the president and reality TV star, the first ever, and um, some good old every every drug. The thing about that is, it's like every single person there is on so many drugs. It's like you go there and you don't take drugs, and you're in a fear and loathing type of. Situation. It's the opposite. I'm straight, and everybody here is leering at each other and. Sloppy, half their faces doesn't work. 
Yeah, cocaine is just flowing. They've got adrenochrome. I mean, just They're laying around chewing on coca on leaves. Platters. Yeah, smoking opium. I, I've I've seen them laying around smoking opium and shit. Fucking with the prostitutes and the and the dancers up on their their laps and the tables and shit. And Steve Bannon is like out back with meth all day, every day. That's why he's so rosy. Cooking in this little shed out on the golf course. It keeps him rosy. But this is all easy stuff to joke about. Um, what's the, you know, who's the real victim here? It's uh, well, our our uh, viewer count right now is dipped drastically. Well, fuck them. We aren't talking about uh, QAnon. Your story is, is it about QAnon? QAnon? The story you got cooking up? Well, yeah, actually. And it's, um, we, I ran into QAnon, and we had a long, deep, personal chat. Where do you run into him? Well, um, I just was, you know, You're just around <laughs> at Mar-a-Lago. I, you know, I ended friend. up in their server room. and Oh, nice. The IT Q. closet. Yeah, there's QAnon um, tinkering with it, kind of screw, jamming a screwdriver into the... Uh, into the uh, USB port. He's a hands-on he, working yeah. man. He was shocking himself for pre- pleasure. I, I'm pretty sure I think that's what he was doing. He's shocking himself again and again. Was his chest exposed? No. but <laughs> little, little do you know, um, Q uh, opened up this kind of secret passageway in the server room to uh, uh, Trump's bunker. And we got a, uh, for, a you know, exclusive um, look at the secret bunkers under Mar-a-Lago. That's a dirty story, man. <laughs> so, what's going on in that bunker? Listen, he's got—he's ready for a nuclear war in a heartbeat. All that stuff you got, all the amenities, are in this underground. You can't call it anything but a skyscraper. It's a ground scraper. It's. It scrapes everything. Bright, bright lights, gilded, marble, um, just like Trump Tower, only underground. And it's uh, this is where all the wall money went to, I guarantee you. So it's like an underground pillar. Like a pillar of salt. Oh, it's an underground city. It sounds everything majestic. Everything he has at Mar-a-Lago, he can have underground. And... And he can have Dr. Troubadour for a low, low rate, working on that cure, continue his work that he started for Mr. Stoida in that underground lair. Yeah. He'd be right at home in that basement tower. Mm Mm-hmm. The deepest fucking basement. Put him in the sub-sub-basement. It's not even tile anymore. It's just dirt. It's a dirty crawl space under the... Cement slab. That's where Dr. Troubadour can work on your eternal life cure. With his uh, his human experiments, let's face it, you know. You don't really need an eternal life. All you have to do is take some DMT and talk to the machine elves. You're young, fresh out of medical school. His white jacket still has those creases in it like he just took it out of the Amazon.com shipping packaging. You've heard about the machine elves though, right? Oh, yeah. He takes that DMT dude and those machine elves. They they make his uh, the creases even more apparent. You know what the machine elves do? I don't. 
they reach into your consciousness and they take all the um, subroutines, all the useful stuff out of it. Every useful thought you've had that can go into the universe, they take them out and turn it into the universe's source code. Well, that's pretty cool of them. Yeah. They're just like engineers. And Dr. Troubadour's stethoscope is connected to an iPad loaded with everything Fish ever did? Jesus. Those machine elves are taking good care of him. But trust me, when you get the eternal life cure, the machine elves play a big part of it. His book is just the, the story of the machine elves. It's the lore. Dr. Troubadour maintains the DMT machine elves lore book. So every time you look at that picture of him, which I Photoshop to say rage and sound healing, but it's actually, um, that, is, that book is the book of the machine elves. <laughs> and he, he keeps their history. So yeah, he has an intimate relationship with the machine elves. He did a lot of DMT in medical school, a little off the books education, if you will. He's a pretty good old boy, man. Dr. Troubadour's not afraid to get his dick wet. He's not afraid to get that stinger wet. Have you heard of Mike Gravel? Yeah, old Mike Gravel. You know this person? His Twitter account was taken over by 17-year-olds running his campaign. No, I've never heard of that. Oh, okay. He's some. I, I just heard about him. He's some dude running, uh, running for office, and he's saying stuff like Barack Obama's a war criminal, but he's a serious Democrat. And these kids are like shit posting, edge lords, um, who have taken over his Twitter account. Has like, he got it back yet? Uh, well, no. This is the idea. He wants them doing that. They're still at the low point where they they need sixty five thousand individual donations to get onto the debate stage. Oh, I see. I guess a lot of people are at that stage right now. What is it? Twenty nineteen. We got an election coming up in twenty twenty. You voting for baby? I'm voting for Mark Martin. You like Dale Earnhardt Jr.? What you like? Yeah, I vote for Junior. Who you like? You like yeah, Junior? Junior. You like Junior, man? As long as we don't get that Rainbow Warrior. I like Jeff Gordon myself. I don't like that Gordon. Nope. Well, they say he cheats. You know what? You know what I heard he does? He goes down to Comet Pizza Basement. Oh my god! And he does that diddling on the children, and they got him up in all. That's how he got his car, the police. You know it. You know that's true. Say pay ass talk her baby. Say pay ass talk it. Say pay ass talk it. Everybody is doing cocaine and starting up fights on hate radio. We should take callers. I think it's about over, isn't it? Nah, if, uh, Do we have a caller? Well, take uh, a caller. Call Make us a at caller. Uh, 917 Six seven five, four eight three six. We'll publish your voice on the air, and uh, we'll give you the business with our mouths through the shit. How long have we been on? Give me that phone number. Or where did you send me the phone number? Oh yeah, let's do it. Oh, I got it right here. Oh, one second. Give me a second. Um, let's get him on the phone. Let's get him on the phone. He might not answer. Uh, we're calling the founder, or one of the founding members of Elfwax, uh, elfwax.com, and 
the precursor to chronicle.su. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice I'll message. Leave him a message. System. Five, four, zero, three, one, two, no, no, seven, no. four, five, five. Well, we just it's gave his number out. <laughs> At the tone, please record your message. Uh, when you've finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. We'll edit that out. They're uh, Ronnie Wayne Nitro. This is Kilgore and Hatesec from the Internet Chronicle. Just calling to give you the business and uh, diddle your ears through the phone, through the phone lines there. We got, hey, Bill, are you here? Did you go? Uh, Bill's here, kind of, while Bill Kilgore sort of is, was on the line. And this is turning into a ridiculous type of voicemail to receive in the middle of the night at, Two o'clock in the morning. Well, no, it's he's in California, right? So it's not that. It's a little different. It's a little different. Yeah, it's way different. In California, you can uh, openly smoke weed. Tell the cop's face. Uh, Ronnie Nitro, goodbye. We're going to hang up on his voicemail now. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, goodbye. We're going to hang up on your stupid voicemail. But actually, I don't know how to um, hang up on his voicemail. So whatever, he can not listen to this or listen to it. It doesn't well, matter. Well, here's why I wanted to have him on the voicemail, because uh, he sent me this funny video. Is it a video of him? Our friend makes videos as well. No. This is a, just a little video. Is it a self-suck self, a self -suck, uh, auto fellatio video? Let's take a look at this. Not quite. We're going to watch a self-suck. I don't think you... Your fucking ass you probably won't make Please. it through the whole I want, thing. I want there to be Starbucks president, your first brand uh, president ever. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I'm so fucking happy that everyone get puppuccinos and everybody oh, this guy's, Only no, this guy's teeth. It's not the Kofifi guy. <laughs> yeah, this is... Fuck him, dude. Fuck him. Uh, Everything about like this fucking again. piece of shit. He's I, doing the bit. It's a comedy routine. Mr. Howard Schultz, please, I need you. I need you to come be president for me and all my friends. I need you to automate my job so I can concentrate on my Etsy job. In my okay. This guy is very look at me. And uh, this is a friend of Ronnie Nitro's? No, it's just a video. Howard, it's funny. Howard. So this guy has a 2020 pink hat on I think I might be just a little too high for this go to the end if you want to see alright we're jumping around a little he's breathing through an oxygen mask it just progresses Will you please run for president? Will you please be the first Starbucks coffee president? Stop the GoFeeFee guy. I need tickets to Oz. Oh, he wants that rich uh, Starbucks asshole to be uh, president. I need That's what he's saying. Yeah. I need you. Howard, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling normal. I need your help. Everyone down here is so excited about you. The energy is palpable. People are getting all fucking hot. <laughs> His face is black. It's covered in tar or something and blood. Yeah. And he says the energy is palpable. When you get to the end, he whips out a bass and starts slapping it. A bass. I want you to put a fucking leash around my neck. And I want you to drag me around the dirtiest parts of town. And I want you to make me pick up litter. And I need you to send me an envelope of pills so that I can so I can feel even stronger, even better than I am now. 
please. Howard and, and Beto, a special message to Beto. Beto, dude, dude, Beto, what's up, my man? Yeah, <laughs> you having a good time, dude? Yeah, Beto, Beto, Be Beto, Beto, yeah, Beto, 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 Beto. He's slapping a bass guitar and he's got a a t-shirt pulled over his face and a mask and it's been spray painted. It says Beto and the A is an anarchy. A. This is the kind of thing that you gotta watch. That might freak you out a little bit, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, this is uh, this is cool. I like this. This is this is very funny. Yeah, American badass. Detroit, to Detroit. Yeah, I've been to Kid Rock, Beto. Yeah, this guy. Um, uh, his name is Mikey Places or Mitchy Places. Connor O'Malley, Howard Schultz. Um, we'll put this in the chat somehow. Oh, what was that? Was that? Oh, this is an unknown person. Um. Bill, if in order for me to take a call from an unknown caller, I have to flip you over from you. You have reached maximum time permitted for recording your message. If you're satisfied <laughs> with the message, press 1. To listen to your message, press 2. To erase and re-record, press 3. I don't want to do any of those things. I'm not touching that. If you're satisfied with the message, press 1. To listen to your message, Why is press it so 2. Important? To erase and re-record, press 3. <laughs> It's going to keep going forever now. You might want to flip over. I have to. All right. Uh, hello, unknown caller. You're on hate radio. Go fuck yourself. Sorry, you're having trouble. Your message has been Oh, shit. Sent. She's still Please going. again later. Goodbye. All right, cool. She hung up on us. Did she say the message was sent? Is he going to receive no. the message? She never confirmed the message was sent. <laughs> Better leave it now. Oh, man. Hey, Ronnie. Nitro, this is... Chronicle.su hate radio. Somebody's calling. Here, let me take this call. I'm not going to be able to talk to you for a second, but listen in on the uh, feed. <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is hate radio, Chronicle.su. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hang up last time. Uh, that's it's quite all right. Uh, you got a, just a second to say what you have to say. I just saw this link on Twitter from DNSK, so uh, shout out to DNSK. Oh yeah, he's a he came on the show and played a live fucking shit. He played White Rabbit at the end. It was, oh yeah, I love that one. Did he do his mix or the original? Uh, it was his, I guess. Nice, awesome. He, he played it live oh, did for you us. Enjoy it? it was very cool. How do you know DNSK? Uh, he's just a chat pal of mine from a little bit back on the internet here. Uh, his little chat buddy. Yeah, you like some chatting. I like some chatting. He likes some chatting. You know. That's all right. You guys, uh, you guys chat by typing on the keyboard, or do you chat by? Yeah, we do a little chatting on the keyboard. Do you call each other on Skype, and you can see yourself in the little oh, no, window? I don't have a Skype. I don't have a Skype account. Well, uh, maybe you guys could work something out where everybody's skyping each other. He has a tiny chat. You don't have a camera. Oh yeah, no, I'm in a tiny chat right now. He invited us to the tiny chat earlier yeah I'm in, I'm in there i'm in there maybe uh maybe we'll head on over to the tiny chat a little bit later Definitely do. some kind For of sure, I'm CJ. internet chronicle after party what's your name yeah Eshe. Eshe. 
on Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Do you have a, do you have any kind of crazy, wacky shit you want to say that you never you never got to say on the air? Um, you know, nothing that I wouldn't say I wanted to put in my butthole, or like didn't want to put in my butthole, I guess. Mm. Now, what would you least like to put in your butthole? Um, probably some kind of like dead animal part, or like a dead animal, like human part, like something like that. Yeah, that'd be fucked up, like, it, especially if it was still freshly part. rotten and it was squishy. Fresh, freshly rotten, wouldn't that be the best part? <sighs> I mean, like, or like the best time, not the best part. <laughs> oh shit. Well, uh, you know what I mean. It would slough. Like you'd want it to be just freshly cut off. You wouldn't want something that had been there for a few weeks or something. That's disgusting. Right, rotten. But it, yeah, if it's freshly cut off, I think that's fair. A freshly cut no, off. No, they're both horrible. They're they're both like, unspeakably horrible to me. That would be terrible. Yeah, I would not want that. What a, a femur, like a giant fucking femur bone. You really couldn't fuck that. yourself with that. I want that far away from my butthole. Any animal, anything like that. You Any... know, unless it's like in a human male that is currently fucking me, I don't want it by me. How does it come up that a dead animal would go near your butthole or in it? You just asked me, um, you know, what would be the worst thing to put in my butthole? Yeah, but that doesn't seem like especially, you know, it's not, I would think that something like a saw blade would be way worse than just a dead animal. Wow, that's way, so my brain doesn't even go there. My brain doesn't have those horrible places like yours, so I didn't have that. (laughs) I'm sorry. I mean, well, you know, it's just the worst thing. You at least want that. I think I would want squirrels more than that. You would want squirrels in your butthole? I mean, I don't want to say anything. I'll I'll answer that off the air, but anything in that realm is going to be better than fucking jagged, sharp, you know, yeah, instrument. I mean, yeah, I agree with you for sure. I would. I don't want a saw blade in my butt. Please don't do that. Not go with that. Don't want that. Please don't broadcast that to anyone. So what do, do you most want in your... Okay, thanks, uh, Eshe, for calling into. Hate radio. <laughs> Always a pleasure. All right, bye. Okay. Love you. Take Thank care. You. <laughs> Incredible. Edible. Ashe. And we're going to rejoin Wild Bill and the voicemail. Hey, man. Sorry to keep you waiting. We were having a compelling conversation about buttholes. On the. Uh, uh, myself and Ashe. Ashe and myself. She was uh, she was going in at length. She described uh, things that she doesn't want in her butthole. She started with just animals and stuff. And I was thinking, well, maybe what about, you know, things that could actually hurt you that you wouldn't want in your ass? I mean, an animal could get you sick, but a saw blade would do, you know, irreversible damage. You would probably die from blood loss. How so. did that conversation... Well, I, I guess I'll go she back took it and there. listen to it. I guess I'll go back and listen to it. I had already started up Counter-Strike. Well, you've got homework. halfway asleep. You've got homework to do because uh, Eshe is going to quiz you later on... I mean, it was a squirrel, by the way, that she named specifically like little critters that she wouldn't put in her butthole. But uh, how do you feel about, um, I don't know, ending the fucking show? Yeah, that's a pretty good way to end it. I think uh, all that. I was already over for me. I forgot that we were still doing it till you came back on. All that butthole talk just got me going. You know what I mean? CPS took her baby. 
Yeah, what is this, an episode of Friends? It, it, it used to be a person could get on Google Plus and browse all night. Now, after however many years of thankless service, Google Plus uh, shut their doors. But it's, it's over, dude. Google Plus is fucking done. How do you feel about that? Are you sad about Google Plus disappearing? Wait, are we going to end the show? Or are we gonna yeah, we're going to end the show in a minute, but Google I want your eulogy for Google Plus now. Fuck Google Plus. I never used it. It sucked. There you go. Fuck Google Plus. Fuck them. I used Google Plus. Never. But they made they would like prompt you to fill shit out like in your email. They'd be like, hey, by the way, how about Google Plus, huh? Tell us your name. Fucking tag a photo. Why? Robotically tagging photos to what end? And share them with these fucking email addresses? Why? It's my fucking email, dude. Back off. Get the fuck out of here. This is hate radio. Quit reading my email. <laughs> and quit and leave us alone. And never. Ever. 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 You broken or something? Ever. Listen. To this show again. <laughs> Do you hear me? Oh, we got another caller. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take another caller. All right, great. Well, I don't know who this is. Counter Strike over here. Have fun. I'll come back to you. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey. Um, Do you want to talk to Kilgore? You're on Hate Radio. I would like to talk to Radio Hate. This is Radio okay, Hate. So my next show- uh, so my name is DJ Hate, and I think we might have a little bit of like a kind of branding issue here. And uh, I don't want to have to get the lawyers involved, so I'd appreciate it if y'all call yourself something else from now on. We call ourselves uh, whatever the hell we want to call ourselves, everybody. I don't appreciate you calling me with this tone on my program. All right, well, I'll fucking see you in court then, buddy. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you, you talk to me like that in court, and uh, I think you're gonna have worse problems than a little intellectual property. Uh, we got another call coming in. Uh, what's that? Well, well hold huh? up. Hold Say it up. again. This, so this, this meep sheep calling in. Are you ready to? Uh, you ready to roll in court, baby, or what? We going no, to court? I'm not actually trying to sue you. Uh, oh well, but I wanted to use my old fucking uh, indignant Southern voice. I mean, we could keep talking like that as much as you want, dude. Meep Sheep yeah, calls from the Encyclopedia Dramatica Hellscape. How the hell are you? Yeah. Well, I'm fine. Just fine. Uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm getting kind of drunk. I'm trying to get really drunk. Um, and I'm about halfway there. So it looks like I got a little bit of work ahead of me tonight. But but I'm not bad. Well, I'll be a son of a gun. Boy, you won't need way to a drunk. Yep, well. You want to talk to uh, Kilgore? Uh, my, plan, my plan to get drunker in Hill night, and uh, I, yeah, I'd like to talk to Kilgore. Let's, uh, let's bring Kilgore on. Let's bring Wild Bill Kilgore into the motherfucking phone call. So, uh, what you been doing there, Weep Sheep? What's going on? We got a lot of callers coming in all of a sudden. Yeah, well, so... Uh, I was reminded in DNSK's tiny chat that your show is on, and uh, I figured I'd call in. And while I was waiting, I had this idea that I just start spouting some bullshit legal threats. 
I uh, I always appreciate a good legal threat. Um, me too. Me too. But I like it better when they're uh, legitimate. Um, not necessarily legit- legitimate, but the intent is legitimate. Uh, <laughs> the the soundboard is lighting up with legitimate threats. People trying to call in and issue uh, one threat or another. Let's just let's just tell them to fuck off because well, I'm I'm by no means a lawyer, but I uh, I can definitely serve as an advisor, and I I. I can uh, I can respond to any and all legal threats the show receives tonight. Bill, uh, is Kilgore okay, can. We don't need your services. I've I've got it covered. He's attacking us legally. No, he's offering to defend us. Aren't you paying attention? Well, he's doing. Yeah, do you pro bono? It's it's. This sounds like protection. We'd be paying you protection. No, I said pro bono. You're not yeah. paying me anything. That doesn't you know sound... what pro bono means? That means it's not, you don't pay. Hey, man, ain't nothing free in this world, all right? We done learned that from Google+. Plus. Well, I mean, oh, like, I thought you do, like, the Christian thing. You buy me a 12-pack or something. But... I'll buy you a 12-pack, man. Get you fucked up. Get you fucked up on radio. Hey, boy. You the same! You on hate radio, Kid That's Rock. Right, yeah. We're going to listen to Kid Rock for about 45 minutes. Um, well, I don't hate Kid Rock, so I don't understand why he'd be on hate radio. All right, where's the other Where's the other callers? You want to take another caller? Yeah, we need uh, someone to uh, accuse us of people. I like to speak to someone on the phone. I don't, dude, I'm trying to take callers. This shit is such trash. Yo, what's up? What's up? This is the NSK once again. Um, yeah, that was, uh, do you, hey, do we still have Meep Sheep and Billy? Well, I'm on the line. Okay. Yeah, Billy Kilgore here. Yeah, Wild Bill Kilgore. Uh, DNSK called. I, I hung up on DNSK. Um, now Skype is making all kinds of sad sounds. So these, these legal threats are no longer credible because we have the awesome well, there's no, there's protection. No- yeah, the pro bono yeah. shit. I was gonna say there's no threats from my end. That was a uh, that was a prank. I was pulling y'all's leg there. Oh man! Uh, but any legitimate legal threats, I was fucking smacked down. Well, I was I was thinking that we could at least, uh, you know, go toe to toe. Yeah. In court. Like if it's, yeah, if it's just all in good fun, then sure. Wouldn't it be fun to just throw a fucking fun trial where we actually take each other to court? I mean, it's a, like, I'm sure you've, like, been in a position where you're drunk enough that you and your friends are fighting, like, actually, like, hitting each other and shit, but just for fun, you know? Yeah. It'd be like that, but in court. Yeah, but in court. Just some good old boys duking it out on the, the legal plane. And it's like, uh, I mean, court is like a game anyway, especially uh, family law. So it'd, it'd be fun. Now, what's, uh, what's... I think divorce court is probably the the probably the most fun court when it comes to family yeah, law. Family law, yeah, because you got you got kids involved, um, and those are kind of like uh, we were talking about kids earlier involved. Uh, involved in what? Involved Some in those basements. Murders. Involved in them old basements. Ritual rapings and murders. 
People are trying to become elites because they're listening to QAnon propaganda. Let's ask Meep Sheep. Have you heard of this QAnon stuff? Yeah, I'm familiar with QAnon. Uh, do you encounter it What's regularly in IRC? Uh, no, because I uh, just kind of stopped hanging out in a lot of uh, places where you might expect to find that, or really anywhere except these like Ethernet burnout channels. Right. The whole uh, server. Yeah. Pretty much. It really is. Uh, not, it I, don't know what, I don't know what Q Anon's been up to lately, but that's that's some retarded shit, honestly. That's when I started uh, really worrying about people on the internet when they're believing that. Like when that was on Fox News, real news, because people were believing that. Somebody left us a comment at the Internet Chronicle, like, oh my God, now I know my family's crazy because. Uh, we had just written the satire. They read it. They they saw what we were doing, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, my fucking family buys into this shit. This is where their money went." They said, "Is in this QAnon shit." I've never seen a QAnon person IRL. I've seen anonymous and some baggy half-ass protests, but I've never seen any QAnons, and I'd be interested in doing so. You haven't been to a Trump rally. That's the only problem. I have been to a Trump rally, though. No QAnons there, man. You got no. Yeah, I've it's never like seen them out. Like, they're not. They don't wear it. Republicans who smoke weed and Mexican Republicans, so they're, they're pretty decent people. I'm looking for that uh, comment about the um, about their family being into that shit. They said, uh, "Now I know my family's crazy because they read." And give all their money away to this shit, to this Q anonymous that is, stuff. That is nuts. One thing uh, I did just remember is you can tweet anything and uh, then end it in hashtag Q anon, and you'll get at least twenty five retweets from bots and crazy old people. And yeah, we do that. We do that to promote the show. And they think they're going to talk to Q anon. One time, somebody called in and they thought that they were going to talk to Q anon. We told them Billy is Q anon. Well, I, I'm QAnon. We're all QAnon, baby. I thought that was the point. Is everyone is QAnon. Oh, shit. I know that's right, brother. That's that's the Q army. I'm the original QAnon. They're just another oh, another fake. Hey, listen. You want to um, take this to court? Uh, we don't have comms outside the board. That's Sorry. Right. Over the that's QAnon. proof that you don't know. You ain't in. That's proof. No comms outside the board. Rule number one. Are we going to court? No. I think we're going to court. Kilgore takes the court. Outside the court. Three points. I don't do no comps outside the board. I'm a real Q. I'm going to take a shot from half court. I'm the original Q. I own Q. I am Q. Q is mine. And then. And I'm going to prove that. And uh, you're going to fucking go down like Gawker with. Hulk Hogan's sex tape, which I only well, found out today back online. You ain't no such thing. WWE spokesman is just me. There's Q. It's only Q. And he's the spokesman. Yeah. And he writes those fucking uh, scripts that are read out in the robot voice. I knew I knew this one dude, IRL, uh, whose name is Q. And he's a black dude. He's like a weed nigga. I kind of like imagining him as being BQ. Yeah, Kilgore and I, I knew a black Q. And he was a weed dude, yeah. too. Yeah, I'm sure that's not uncommon. 
he was a pretty good old boy. Not uncommon yeah. at all. Black Q. Cue balls got you know, he'll hook you up. The sovereign citizens, a lot of them are Q anonymous. A lot of those guys that'll like um, open carry just to shit test the police and they'll be recording them the whole time. Yep. Those are Q guys. That's like, yeah, well, hopefully they like their guns accidentally uh, discharge or. Or something. Them's Q boys. Now I I know uh, out there in Colorado they've got some pretty good old boys. There are some good old boys in Colorado. Not, I mean, now there's a lot of good old boys even in the Denver area here. Uh, but you get outside of the front range and uh, you got a whole fucking uh, uh, four fifths of a state for the full of good old boys. And they they look out Especially for each other. And they do look out for each other, absolutely. Now have, keep in mind, uh, a good portion of the state did belong to the Republic of Texas. Uh, the entirety of the state did also belong to Mexico before that. Well, how do you like that? Uh, I'm okay with it. I like uh, I like Mexican food. I like a lot of those chicks. Denver chicks. Mexican chicks. I love Mexican chicks. Good, good, good. Yeah, Mexican chicks are nice. This is some really top-level conversation, Uh, man. (laughs) Well, uh, we're finding a middle ground. I'm waiting on my lawyer to call back. Um, But no, those. But they'll their trucks will be jacked up twenty, thirty feet tall. Giant, yeah. giant tires. That I've seen some good old boys out there on their trucks. Hey, what about uh, Karen Dalton? Do is she celebrated in Colorado? Who? The folk singer Karen Dalton lived in. Uh, I can't remember oh, I'm, now. I'm not totally familiar, and I uh, do enjoy a lot of folk music. She's the best. Huh. Well, she I'm sure. Uh, she I'm was sure uh, she's very well renowned and well, well respected. Uh, Bob Dylan was in love with her, but like he wasn't good enough for her. She uh, uh, what what a bitch. She was a Cherokee woman, uh, died of HIV in her bed in the eighties. I feel like she probably got that from uh Was she Forrest Gump's girlfriend? Wasn't she sure Forrest Gump's girlfriend? She she was white though. She was a little blonde white girl. Was a Cherokee woman. Yeah, Karen Dalton was Cherokee. Definitely didn't drink enough. They're white Cherokees, right? Karen then, yeah, Dalton Cherokees was brown. In general, are pretty. I mean, I don't know. Like most of the uh, people who are registered with tribal Cherokee affiliation are basically white. Is that true? I mean, I'm technically a Comanche Indian, and I'm white. Now we have. On the phone, or, or, a uh, Comanche Jesus. warrior. Yeah. This is um. It. So, are you? Does that make you like a diplomat? Uh, no, it just means college is really cheap. College is cheap. Now, when I was in uh, the Cherokee reservation, I'm a white dude, and I'm like obviously white, you know. Which one? 
and Wait, uh, which one? And uh, the like, the real one or the fake one? In North Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking Oklahoma. Uh, well, Oklahoma—that's where their newspaper is, the Cherokee newspaper. Yeah, yeah. But um. Like and I was I was there, and I thought like, it doesn't have to be bad. I'll just be really nice. <laughs> and they'll be nice to me. I mean that's true. And, and uh, yeah, you start uh, nicely asking the wrong questions, right? Well, I, I will, all I asked for was a cheeseburger in this case, and um, and they just gave me the most hateful look, like go fuck yourself. You think you can? You're gonna be fucking nice to me? And I was like, oh yeah, I get it, I get it. And then and my burger was like cold and dry, you know. I mean, all it, it would have been like that either way. I mean, it was like that in Richmond too. <laughs> Didn't matter who made my burger. So my mom, for a long time, was a nine one one dispatcher in Navajo rank, and she was having some crazy fucking stories. Uh, there's a lot of bad shit that goes down in the res. I saw a lot of uh, a lot of teenagers doing drugs. I mean, it was just crazy, dude. Like, you know, did you ever think that maybe it wasn't the guy's race? He maybe he was just having a bad day or something. I think he's probably just having a bad day. I don't. I don't know much about the Cherokee people, but I know like. Do they have bad days? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I think everyone has bad days sometimes. Hey, one time I was uh, I was on a tour with my mom, and um, and we were like going around and looking at uh, settler dwellings, and this was in eastern Virginia, and uh, like around Virginia Beach. And so they they and they also had the Native American enclaves and um, and so like you could see their their houses and stuff too, right? And so they're taking us around, and um, and so and I'm I'm just a little kid. I don't know shit, right? I'm like seven years old, and I can't tell the difference if we're walking between the Indian camp or the white camp. You know, I don't know which village I'm even in anymore. I'm just wandering around, right? And the tour guide takes me and my mom and, and this large group of about eight or ten people into one of the larger dwellings. And she goes, and this one, as you can see, and it's real lofty above us, she goes, and this one is two stories. And, you know, and I said, wow, there's some smart Indians. And everybody's fucking roaring with laughter around me. And I'm like, what the fuck did I say? I didn't realize it was that funny, you know. And apparently... We were in the we were in the pilgrim uh, house. We were not in the we were not in an Indian enclave. Uh, we were in the in the fucking pilgrim's house. So my mom was just mortified, dude. Like I'd never seen anybody so embarrassed just to exist. Is, is the look on her face like she wanted to disappear and I'm just like well, well stupid Indians you know you know what was I supposed to know and if, but right yeah of course the white one was taller what they were drunk all the time they were drunk they could are you saying that they couldn't build a two-story structure because they were drunk because they were drunk they still can't have you like 
when you're on the res, do you see any two-story structures, or did you see a bunch of trailers? I, actually, that's true. Uh, you really don't. Maybe the hotel is two stories only, and then there's like the uh, tribal yeah, hotel, like, which is huge. Like, yeah, but you know, they don't live there. No, no, <laughs> and the teachers don't live at the school. I found out. Um, any, so uh, not too long ago, or maybe a couple months back. There is this uh, like special, like uh, like little extra exhibit they had in the uh, Denver Museum of Na Nature and Science, uh, where they like expand it. So they already have like a big uh, like American Indian section there, and then they had this um, like special like uh, add-on for this for a little while about the Ute people who uh, were indigenous to the Rocky Mountains and shit. And I went there with a friend of mine, drunk as fuck. Um, coming off of like a little bit of coke and he was way more drunk than I was. And he was like, so I, I was like, I was like all just like into this shit and like nerding out about it and like all that kind of stuff. And his comment in front of me and all these people, uh, like looking at all this Indian pottery and shit is like, why the fuck are we at the Salvation Army? Oh my God. What happened? And then I laughed and I laughed and everyone just stared. They were staring at him? At both of us. I actually I think more at me for uh for laughing at it. And then suddenly you stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, but it happened. Where I hey, I'm an American Indian, they have no right to tell me not to make fun of my people. Yeah. Don't you make fun of that Indian? He was making fun of his people. Yeah. He's allowed to. No, what's is there an Uncle Tom equivalence? Like if a native person is, you know, how if a black person like kowtows to white people or does this kind of oh, demeaning yeah, yeah. behavior? I, mean, I don't like. I don't. I don't know like uh, what the name for it would be, but I'm seeing some like Indian dude who uh, drinks all day, uh, probably wild turkey. Uh, he works. He does. Snow plowing in the winter, logging in the summer, uh, and his wife is at home collecting the welfare check. Well, that's nice. She's kept, at least she's getting a check. People yeah. taking care of that lady. You guys want to take some more callers? I'd love to hear another caller. Uh, right, give me just a sec. I'll try to add them to the call. The, the interface on this thing is dog shit. Um, and people just continue to call, and, and it, we, like, gotta, we gotta let you go, Maple Sheep. No, I don't think we have to. No, we don't have to unless you want to stay. What happens if you get any How many yet? people can we have on the show? One, we got one caller at a time. Unlimited. Here. No, this is what is this? What is this show turning into here? I, I just I don't know how to do anything on this piece of shit Skype application, man. No, neither do I. I don't blame you. It's it's such a piece of garbage. There's no way to really describe it. Uh, and people keep calling, and it's snatching away the, uh, the whatever. All right. Not that person. We're gonna call this person. Somebody keeps trying to call, right? So that's the person we're gonna bring on. They deserve it. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get it through. 
despite how shitty Skype is. Um, and it's making ugly sounds at me. Dude, we're getting so many fucking calls. It, I think they went out of their way to see just how bad they could make a thing. Meepsheep, have you used this shitty uh, software called Skype? Yeah, I've had a couple of runners with Skype. Aren't we all on Skype right now? This, uh, this is really... Uh... We missed uh, we missed Bill's opinion there at the end. Yeah, this is rough, dude. This is really rough. All right, well, I'll let y'all figure that out. And best of luck to you because I'm going to get back to this time. Meep sheep, but it's see, nothing I'll but a pleasure, you. man. I'll see you guys in court, and it'll be a good time. All right, well, we're gonna we're gonna bury you at on the stand. All right, well, that's not gonna happen. But how about like? Winner buys the first round of drinks. I'll tell them you raped me. Afterwards. What? You so, can't tell them you raped me. That was... After I tell them that you raped me, it's not going to make any sense. Uh, well, That's the first thing I'm going to say. Uh, we'll hammer out the details uh, another time. Um, let's see here. Is somebody calling? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just want to talk about the fact that you're like a huge fucking faggot and that I hate everything about you. Oh, there we go. Finally. Yeah, no. Hey, how's it going, bro? Hey, all right. Uh, so as it turns out, I'm a colossal faggot. and um, Yeah, this is no, how the... you're like a colossal faggot on like a region I can't even describe at this point. You're like the type of person that like I would want to bury into a fucking like piece of like cement. So that your faggotry can fucking leak back out after over time. Well, that's nice. Uh, what is it <laughs> yeah, about me? Yeah, I know, means... right? Like, I think I think the biggest part about you is the fact that like you sit there and you fucking ride the coattails of something that was established years ago, and that you're still trying to cling on to the fame of Chronicle Estia. It's it's pretty pathetic. Yeah. That I just, yeah, it is. It's real pathetic. I ride I also this like thing. The, I, I like the, the part where, like, you're an absolute bitch-ass fucking nigga, and uh, I want you to kill yourself. Wow. And you want me to kill myself? That's... Yeah, no, 100%. I, I would hope that you would just fucking kill yourself outright. I mean, my goodness. It, it's bad enough that, uh, that you think all those terrible things about me, and, uh, uh -huh. and now here you are encouraging me to kill myself. Yeah, I would hope that you would like to commit suicide within at least twelve months, and I can I could give you a number of different ways that you could do it. So there's a uh, deadline. Mostly like you know garage, like you get shit in the garage, so like with your car running. All right. Now those are good ideas. Those are all good ideas. Uh, we're gonna take one more call here. Um, Internet Chronicle hate radio. Wild Bill Kilgore hate sack. Uh, Lebel Drucker Incorporated. Hey, it's Sylvester Online. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Sylvester Online. Is what online? I so think. I'm over here for. I'm just. Look, if that girl. Okay. I'm hearing. Oh, Bill, you're here too? Bill, how are you here? Um, who is this person? Yeah, this is odd. This uh this show is just breaking down into a fucking disaster.
It's why are we this, is, this whole call taking thing? I just <laughs> to it. This is so. I just, don't, I just hate this. This isn't. I mean, I wish you could see if what there I is see. Something funny or good, I might hear it. You're not. Yeah, you're why not. Do? You're just. Uh, you're sitting in silence while I'm over here fighting. With the fucking Skype interface, people calling, dropping the calls, missing callers. Uh, it's somehow you're in this call, and there's I hear a little girl. At no point did I answer a call with you and talk to a little girl. Okay, and so and now it's telling me that there's problems with my my settings and shit. It's very weird right now, but goddamn, is it exciting? Uh. <laughs> Oh my god. Did Skype crash? Uh, Chronicle.su. Are you back? Hello. Yeah, I mean, I didn't leave. Oh, you never left. Yeah, it was You were always lurking in the periphery, huh? I mean, that's how radio show is, man. Where's that girl? Where's her butt? Oh my god. (laughs) This is crazy. Um, Fuck off. Oh, and here we go again. Uh, hello, hate radio. What the fuck? Hello, hate radio. Is this DNSK? I can. Yes, this is DNSK. <laughs> I just wanted to check check with you. How's your tech going? Because you have a lot of problems. Yeah, we're having a lot of problems tonight. Uh, things are just totally fucking up, and uh, and I can't seem to keep anybody on the line. It, it keeps wanting to drop yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I noticed. And it adds well, little girls I, and stuff. It just makes no it? sense. Hello? Do you keep hanging up on me? <laughs> not like what I'm saying about um Robus this bottle. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. Oh. Where's Gina's K, man? It won't hang up on you. I'm trying so hard to hang up on you. <laughs> Oh, this is looking beautiful. I love this. Oh, you having a fun night? This is a good show. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was taking. Uh, I I took some thing earlier, and it's one of those things that as it kicks in, it gets stronger and stronger, and it peaks. And um, as I, it, I know, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're having a good time tonight on Hate Radio. My mouth is very dry. How are your peaks? My peaks are good. I'm worried about my valleys, if I'm being frank. What if you're being heavy? Um, what if I'm being ugly? And I'm trying to... Uh... Like, I imagine you are because <laughs> of your IRC bus, but it's okay. Like, it's all right. Some people are ugly, some people aren't. You know, now, what like... did I do on IRC that made me look ugly? And can you get that girl back on the line, though? I thought you are that girl. No, the other girl. I don't know any other girls. The angry girl. Uh, well, maybe she'll you come back. You think you've only had one girl online tonight? Uh, how many? Um, yeah, I don't know. I really, I'm not keeping track of the girls. This is probably two hundred percent more females than you've ever had call in before. Am I right? Uh, no, we've had a we've had a good a balance of callers, really. I, I would say. Hello. Okay, cool. We have a caller on now. Uh, Here's Wild Bill Kilgore. And yeah, this lady just keeps appearing and reappearing. I actually tried to hang up on her and it wouldn't work. This lady? (laughs) Do you hear her giggling? 
just think anybody could have a bad. <laughs> Can't hang up on her. Just couldn't. It wouldn't work out, but we were able to add you to the call, so that's cool. But yeah, people keep calling. And I was. They have Kelgar. nothing to say, though. I mean, Christ. Let's hear it. Kelgar Cowboy? Well, according to this lady, this is 250,000% more women than we've ever had on the show. And so surely you must have something to say to this person. Well, it's it's still, it's a lot of women. I mean, you know, if we're talking about just population density. She's talking about computers. Actually, much, much more than I even assumed, which was a lot. Females. How many females have come through this radio program? How many women, Bill? I have a a Google form if you'd like to fill that out. How many women, Mr. Biden? We're up to 427, right? Harris sniffed. Now, have you ever had uh, a man come up behind I'm you and uh, sniff your hair before? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's real weird. I kind of like it, though. Yeah, so it's sort of an animal thing, right? Makes you feel special, you know? If somebody says they like the smell of your hair. It's nothing compared to when a man sniffs your butthole, though, or your butt crack, you know? Like when they pull your pants on them in the crack <laughs> and just get in there with their nose. And they just, a little knuckle knuckle. Yeah, and they just motorboat that ass cheeks. No, no, that's too far. Like a slight nuzzle. Oh. Nuzzle, nuzzle. And you don't want the motorboating? No, it's way too much. It's way aggressive. Like, that's... It's like a... <laughs> that's, that's... Yeah, that's rude, dude. Don't be rude. It wouldn't be funny. No, it wouldn't be funny. You have to have, like, a subtle touch. Does it have to be loving? Because it's a trusting thing? Like, you're in there in my butthole? I want you to feel safe, I'm so I'm not going to laugh. Are you imagining me sniffing your butthole right now? Well, I'm just trying to uh, show a little empathy Dude, and put myself no in someone case. else's shoes. Yeah. Don't you talk over no, me. No, you were imagining me getting close to your butthole. Whatever the case Dude. may be. Uh, you're, you're, it's a, uh, hey, look, look, don't be ashamed, but that's our HBK. I wish, uh, I wish I had Kilgore here to defend me against these attacks. Because it's what attacks. Oh, you're back. Like you guys are about ready to bang. Yeah, we're about ready to sniff buttholes. Is her radio? Are you redirecting right now? Uh, are you microaggressing this person right now? Get a room. I just sniff the buttholes. Yeah, what's wrong with your ass, Kilgore? Do you have me next to it, or do you have too many men next to it? How many men are next to you? That ass. No, your no, ass. Y'all, y'all are in a sexual frenzy. Oh, my ass. Kind of like watching a cheese-making video and falling what asleep kind of here. Wild Bill cheese. Uh, Shropshire <laughs> blue, blue. I'm going to go um, dream about looking that other girl's ass while this guy dreams about looking both of our asses. All right? Good night. Well, that's nice. Yeah, there was another girl, too. She was make, consistently making reference to that... that tiny voice we could hear it was almost like a fairy or something in the background a very bizarre I episode never heard it. is this the machine elves well it was kind of a machine elf creepy thing going on it seemed like there was a lot of talk about buttholes, buttholes yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. I don't buttholes stole you know, the maybe show that's funny to some people I just don't <coughs> it was don't bottom it. shelf comedy yeah, I mean, really? it was the, the garbage tonight. Um, we had one caller c- come in and tell us about the uh, state of poverty on a reservation. I mean, <laughs> They're that was drinking, man. Some enlightening cultural 
uh, type of content. He said, guys, they were drinking fire water. Yeah, this, this show's been sheep. an hour longer than any other show and with 50% less content. Uh, well, CPS took her baby. I knew it was off to a bad start when we heard about this Mr. Boynton's face and his breath for 10 minutes. Yeah, it was... upset the tone. It was a stinky description. His book is just a list of people he owes money to. Dr. Troubadour's little green and white book. It's a list of uh, people who donated to Mike Gravel. Everybody donates a dollar. They have to talk to him on the stage. Get that $65,000 together, man. Let's talk on that stage, baby. I don't know why you're still going with the show. I mean, this this thing is like in zombie mode right now, and you're still dragging it along. Let's take a caller. <laughs> Jesus, no. What are they going to do? Talk about their butts for a minute? You know? uh, they might. I don't want to hear any more butt talk. Listen, I like a good caller who calls in. Tells us something good, tells us a joke, but this, this poo poo pee pee butthole stuff. It's it's very odd. A while ago, and I'll tell you this: when I look over right now, yep, yep, they're calling. They're calling right now. What do they have to say? Nothing. I don't want to know. I don't. I don't want to talk to them. For the fuck of it, it's like uh, it's like when uh. Poor Shannon called up Tom Green and they just had nothing, you know. I feel like Tom Green right now. Now, those missile sales to Saudi Arabia, I mean, that is, um, that does make me a little uncomfortable. Giving missiles to those people, giving them nuclear weapons, you know, knowing what to we those know. those people, yeah, oh yeah. Well, the, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't have them ourselves to begin with. Yeah, that's that's right. a good point. Why are we making more and distributing them around? That seems like the last thing you would want to do with nuclear yeah, it's weapons. It's a great idea. It's a business deal. It's it's buying a uh, hotel or two. Get me a motel out there in in the Saudi Strip. All right. All right, you get me a motel out there, and we'll take care of you. All I want. Same goddamn nuclear warheads. <laughs> well, that's an easy deal to make. We'll get you some fucking warheads, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that in the news the other day, and I thought, boy, that's not the great idea to sell nukes around to people. It's a bad luck. Not a great idea. It's, um, yeah, dude, it, it's, it could be really fucking a lot of shit up, right? Because who knows where those nukes are going? Those people are. Yeah, but you know what we're bringing to the conversation right now? What? Fear and. Yeah, just jabbering. Fucking. Like monkeys jabbering in the trees, just shaking the branches around. <laughs> that's yeah. That's what these callers have. They put us in the mindset of of jibbering. Just chattering, fucking capuchin <laughs> monkeys. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Their cute little faces and their fucking nothing to say. I'm a girl talking about buttholes. I have nothing to say. The delivery was kind of there, but... uh, I wish she had stuck with it. Um, You know, there... Yeah, there need... 
It's kind of like a lot of build up to nothing. Yeah, she dropped it. She really dropped the ball on that butthole talk. Well, next time maybe she'll she'll get on something else. Maybe she'll follow through with the butthole talk. You know how... um, You remember what Norm says about the TV show Friends, right? What? About how his mom loves watching it. And it's all just sexual innuendos. That's the only (laughs) jokes they have. And he'll walk in and just say... (laughs) He wants to fuck her in the asshole. And she'd be like, oh, God. she'd be so offended, right? Yeah. But that's really what the show I'm retelling a, a joke here. This is me retelling some, uh, some Norm MacDonald jokes for y'all. Do you, do you know any more Norm jokes? Oh, yeah. But it's one of those ones where he just goes on and on and on, and so I won't bother. It's the moth joke, isn't it? Yeah. We all know the moth joke. But those are great jokes. Know the moth joke. Those are Jake Davis's kind of jokes. Yeah, Jake, right? Jake Davis uh, puts me in the mind of Norm, and also lately, uh, Jihad from Foxnet has been writing has some Norm Jake? type of tweets. Hmm. Here is uh, an example of my favorite Norm joke, or, or uh, one of my favorite Norm jokes was, uh, he said, uh, I read a story about a 17-year-old kid who stole a plane, crashed it, and survived. Uh, why don't we make the whole plane out of that kid? And of course, I can't deliver it. I'm a fucking failure, an abject failure, just like Dr. Troubadour and Mr. Stoita, the fucking gray nightmare wisp that he is just a mediocre miserable abject failure he's got to face death just like everybody else and uh, remember dr stoida it's a good place to end this especially like i said 100 percent longer 50 percent content that piece of shit never delivered a joke properly we're watering our show down and lengthening it so our advertisers can be uh Approve of my format. You can punch ads into here, and you can stamp an ad into there. You can shoehorn one into there. Take more callers. They'll talk about their buttholes, and you can put an ad in there. That's what they want to hear. And right between my also, butthole cheeks was a fucking ad. For God's sake. Get some more butthole girls on the show, and you got yourself an ad. How many butthole girls can you fit into one show? That's a thousand dollars. We'll have to hire her. Yeah, ten dollars a haul. <laughs> you don't want to put it like that. Uh, people, <laughs> well, you'll get the wrong idea. Um, she's an entertainer. Oh, jeez, no, I mean a presenter. We would never want a, right. a news presenter. This is a news show. Right. And we don't want to give anybody the wrong ideas. This is a serious just program. Go through a few buttholes in there. Otherwise, the folks at home won't get our humor. Right, the the buttholes. We got to take it to their level. That's right. Just get get the lowest bottom common denominator. For most of the people original, that you know, most bland. Right. Nothing in it. Just the. Just zero content. It's the white rice of comedy podcasts. 
and right. and you go and and you know and there's nothing there's no substance you're not getting anything out of it you're just uh you're just chasing it and you're like where is it i think there's something funny in here right no they just see it in the in the and they don't get enough, but that's why they come here for Hate Radio, because we provide usually another level of, uh, of uh, quality consideration of the day's events, of comedy, of humanity itself. Usually. But on a night like tonight, we, uh, for some reason, uh, allow ourselves to get fuck, you know, fucking trolled. We were trolled into the dust. There was nothing left of the podcast. When they was done, all that was left was the uranium and the cobalt. And that's all right. The cobalt is a nice uh, radioactive coating. You want that on everything. It fixes it. And this is Radio Hate, Chronicle.su, Wild Bill Kilgore, Stuck it out for the entire 90-minute broadcast. Um, uh, barely. Through two butthole calls, one after another. I just wasn't paying attention. You, you tuned it out. I was elsewhere. Yeah, I tuned it out. Thought about something. Uh, it was like mom and dad were fighting in the other room. No, no. It was just uh, like a white noise generator. That uh, to hear her gums flapping like that, it was like those two butt cheeks slapping. Just plop, 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 plop. Well, she certainly is fixated on on uh, sniffing specifically. Very kind. Of, well, the hole. A, I mean, sniffing the hole. So I, she's doing the psychology for us. It's too easy. This is the. You know, for most people listening to this, that's the only thing they're going to relate to is the butthole phone call. They're like, finally, yes, something I can, uh, you know, I can sink my teeth into. You know, the whole, it's like Beavis and Butthead on Ironically, right? We don't want to be that show. No, just trash. What is that show? Well, what, what, what was that show? beauty pies out there to do that. Oh, yeah. Let's go around and say the Say and Hitler and... Memeing buttholes into existence. Whatever it is they do, I don't know. Well, nobody knows. This is this is what it is to listen to Hate Radio. Uh, for the first time ever, we conclude the program announcing uh, nobody knows. I wish we hadn't taken any callers at but all. They totally they taped really took the show. Away from, yeah. That's what they do. I think that's what they're there for, is to detract from the show. A lot of times we have interesting callers who will, uh, you know, tell us, you know, we get, we, I like it when we have a, like, guest rearranged and they have a, uh, you know, something to sell us. Oh, I, like, I like a show where things are being pitched to us on the show. Yeah, like, uh, for instance, the beautiful Pursuance Project, or it's competing. Uh, What's it called? Uh, some kind of um, ownage.asfuck, yeah. efficient no, as fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. Effective. Effective AF. as fuck. Effective is a great name. And, um, yeah, that was not a 
plan with my butthole type of phone call. <laughs> that guy, no, no, no. that guy took his See, career seriously. Moment. Yeah, this is, and <laughs> even uh, an aspiring comedian would uh, give us a more serious effort than that. <laughs> that was, yeah, really, that was. That's it, not. That's not comedy. That's just trolling. It's a prank call. It's just it's a prank call that this piece of shit Skype would not let me hang up on. I could only bring people into it and drop others manual. I don't know. Dude, either we need to get a new software or uh, something needs to happen there where it starts to work for us. I think we should send this episode to Skype so they can see what it's like to try to run something on their piece of shit program. Are you, do you really, are you going to send them another letter? Dear Skype, you broke my heart again. While Bill Kilgore <laughs> knows that I've sent uh, Skype many letters and Really? I thought anger. just one. No, I've sent them at least four. I've communicated with them four times, four different ways. I Now I just think you're insane. At first I thought, oh, that's kind of funny. But I mean, Christ, you're... Calling them up and uh, and threatening to drop my my ten dollars or whatever I give them every month. Showing up at their Liberty University conference and breaking down on the. I I fantasize about throwing rocks into their fucking workstation where they did this. I just I want to take a a sling full of rocks. Just get a better, just get a better software. There's nothing, guys. If you're listening, you saw what a fucking disaster this was. Give us the software. We'll pay for it, whatever it is that lets you take callers. It doesn't matter. Just give us the shit. I don't think it exists. You just got to pay for a VOIP server type of deal. It's good. It's not free. Well, the listeners can maybe fucking suggest something. All right, this is it. This yeah, is the show. It's down. over. All right. Kilgore, uh, thank you for your patriotism. Christ, I thought we ended half hour ago. Do the uh, are you gonna stand for the Pledge of Allegiance as we go out or are you sitting? I'll take a piss for the Pledge of Allegiance. That's what I'm talking about. You disrespect that pledge. <laughs> this is Chronicle.su. Go fuck yourselves. When I first came to town they called me the Roving Jewel. Now they've changed their tune and called me Katie Cruel.
It's Star Wars for us.